Shkalim Perik Zion, Mishnah Vav, 7-6. Amr Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon said, Shiva Devarm is Kinu Bezdin. The Sanhedrin established seven different enactments. Ze'echad Mehen. And the first of them we just listed. We're talking enactments here, as we said in the previous Mishnah, where we would have public funds, money from the Truma Salishka, from Machsa Shekel, be used to pay for various additional things. So the first of the seven was, we said in the previous Mishnah, if someone found an animal near Yerushalayim and brought it there, and had to be brought as a korban, so then the public funds would pay for the Nesachim. Now we're going to list the other six, according to Rabbi Shimon. Three will be in this Mishnah, three will be in the following Mishnah. Nachri, if you have a non-Jew, Shishalach Oloso, Memedina Sayam, if a non-Jew sends his korban ola, from overseas, literally, v'shalach ima nesachim, and he sends with it also its accompanying nesachim, both the wine and the meal with oil, craven mishalo, we bring it from his own money. Vim lav, craven mishal tzibor, and if not, we pay for it, meaning the accompanying nesachim, with the money of the community. Now, this Mishnah is a little more than meets the eye, First of all, and let's just go through it slowly now, Nachri Shishalach Olaso, if a non-Jew sends his korban Ola, there's a machlokas lurking in the background between Rabbi Kiv and Rabbi Yossi if a non-Jew can volunteer an Ola and, or a Shlamim, or if non-Jews can only bring Olos, entirely burned offerings, but not Shlamim. This Mishnah is talking about just an Ola. This Mishnah is going like Rabbi Akiva, who the Lacha follows, that non-Jews may send karbonos voluntarily to the base of English, but they can only be ola, holy burned offerings. So now, Mamedinus Hayam, from overseas, that just is the way of Mishnah talking about someone sending from afar, but the truth is, the Bama Baskins, even if the Jew, the non-Jew, I should say, would be sending his korban ola from somewhere near Eretz the same din would apply. V'shalach ima nesachem, and he sends with it, it's accompanying nesachem. So now, a non-Jew midrabanan has the status of being a zav or a zava. That means that they're tami and they are matama through, amongst other things, heset, just carrying a bucket or a container that contained within it the wine or oil would make that wine or oil tami. So, if the non-Jew would actually send wine or oil or flour, we'd assume it was tami. I would not offer in the mizbeach. Um, however, the point of our mission is, as Rashi explains, that we're talking about where the non-Jew, there's a Rashi Menachos, non by the way, and there's no Rashi, of course, on Shkalim. Um, Rashi explains over there that we're talking about where the non-Jew sent the money to pay for the Nesachim. And if he did, then we would use his money to purchase the Nesachim. Um, but if he didn't, so then, Bim Lav, then Kraven Mishal Tzibor, the Tzibor would use communal funds, Machsa Shekel money, to purchase the Nesachim, to pay for the Nesachim for the non-Jew's offering, because there's a mitzvah that you have to bring Nesachim with every Ola. Okay, so that's, I'll call that number one of six. We're going to have six more, Shimon says, or two of seven, have you look at it? And v'chein ger, if you have a convert. Now, normally a convert has the exact same status as a Jew in essentially all things, a convert's a Jew. But the ger has the unusual potential of having absolutely no heirs, H-E-I-R, heirs, like to inheritors. So because a ger is kanolach, is like um like a newly born child, meaning he's totally like a new, not just a new branch, but a new, if you will, new trunk of a family tree and not connected to anybody else on his family tree. He's all new. So if he has no children, he'll have no 
inheritors. And that being the case, it's possible that we have no one else to turn to. So if you have a ger, the convert, shemes, he dies, and he left in his estate offerings, voluntary offerings, whether they're olos or shlamim. So then, of course, not just the animal has to be brought, but also the accompanying nesachim. If he also made arrangements for Nesachim as well, so then Craven Mishalo, then great. So we will use his minor oil, flour that he set aside as Nesachim to be included as Nesachim. But if he didn't, so now normally the rule would be when a person leaves over an offering who already he consecrated, this is the Ola, this is the Shlamim, um, and he didn't make arrangements for the Nesachim, so we would go to his heirs and we'd say, listen, when you inherit, you don't just inherit the assets, you inherit the liabilities, and you gotta you, the heirs, have to pay for the Nesachim, which have to accompany your father's consecrated old lord Shlomim. But in the case of a Ger convert who has no children, so there's no one to have recourse to, and therefore um, Craven Mishel Tzibor, the community will pay for those Nesachim. That's the second of six, let's call it, um, or third or seven. And here you go, the third of our Mishnah, the last one of our Mishnah, is Utenai Bezdin. The Bezdin made a Stipulation. Who? Al Shemes. When a Kohen Gadol dies, that his offering should be brought from the community. What are we talking about over here? So, the Kohen Gadol every day has to bring what's called a Minchas Chavitin offering, a special kind of meal offering. Um, he brings half of it in the morning, half in the afternoon, every day. And that's a fixture of the base of Mikdash, just, just like you have the Tamid morning and afternoon, and you have the lighting, the offering of incense the morning and afternoon, and the Shishayom morning and afternoon. You've also got the Chavitin brought in the morning and the afternoon. The difference is the Minchas Chavitin is brought from the Kohen Gadol personally out of his own finances. It's 12 loaves of bread made out of an Isaron of flour, a tenth of an eighth of flour, and half is brought in the morning, half is brought in the afternoon. Interestingly, it's a Machlokas Rambam and Ravid, if it's Six in the morning and six in the afternoon, or half of each of the twelve loaves brought in the morning, another half of each of the twelve loaves brought in the afternoon. Hence, we have to do away with the idiom six of one, half a dozen of the other, because they're not quite the same thing. It's a machlokas. In any case, um, so he has to bring half in the morning, half in the afternoon. Now, if the Kohen Gadol dies, let's say, for argument's sake, he dies in the late morning or early afternoon, he brought his minchas chavit in the morning, we have a, still the other half to go in the afternoon. Who's supposed to pay for that? So if you set it aside, so then fine. But you'll see it's more complicated still. Um, but then if you died in the, and there's no one to bring it, so who pays for the chavitin out of whose pocket? So according to Tanakama, this is Rabbi Shimon, he says, The community should pay for the chavitin offerings of the Kongadol until we have a new Kongadol in place. Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda Omer, Michel Yorshin. Rabbi Huda says, no, it comes from his heirs. Um, the, the the heirs, the inheritors of the Kohen Gadol, the ones who should pay for the Chavitin offering. Uh, Rabbi Huda has psukim for this. Ezra Shimon has psukim for this. Um, now, Ushlei Mahaisa Kreva, a new din, all to itself, besides the fact that there's Machlokos who should pay for it, and when they're the halachas like Rabbi Huda, Lamaisa, it's going to come from the heirs. Um, but there's a new din here, Ushlei Mahaisa Kreva, you bring not the half, but the whole meaning you bring 12 full loaves comprising a, a uh, an isaron, a tenth of an eifa of flour. So not a half, but a, a whole one for each morning and afternoon. 
That's also din, which would mean, as I started saying before, and I, I got ahead of myself, if the Kohen Gadol dies after break, like in the late afternoon, late morning or early afternoon, he brought the morning one, but not the afternoon one, so he'd bring half of the batch in the morning, but a whole batch would come in the afternoon, a whole 12 loaves would come in the afternoon, and that would go every morning and every afternoon until a new Kohen Gadol is picked. And in the meantime, it is according to Behuda and the Lacha, the heirs who are footing the bill, but according to Shimon, who started our Mishnah, that's one of the seven things that the Chachamim were Masak and they established should come from public funds.